I guess, you know, I don't know. We can talk about whatever you want, but I guess talk about, you know, projects and plans of the future. Um, I'm down for whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, it was like definitely hit me today. I'm like, oh, shoot, I am nervous again. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's like so crazy going into something like this and not like you can't have any expectations. You have no idea where the conversation is going to lead. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I like we'll doing these two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like so last time you're so smart, you definitely know how to navigate conversation. Like, you know, the right questions to ask. Like you, like, that's why I think I feel oh, semi-confident because I, I trust you with, like, Thank you. Me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try, I try. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like there, we discussed about, we, we talked about so much and I, I didn't even realize that we, we touched on certain things last time about, um, you know, just you discovering yourself here in New York. And I think, you know, you've been here for what now? I think it's ooh, eight years, right? I think it is actually nine. Nine I years? This year. I mean, we are three years post-pandemic starting. Yeah. Um, have things really changed for you all that much since we last talked? Because I, mean, I know things were, you told me, like, even though you're seeing you know, uh, production happening, it's not as strong as it, as it was. Has it changed in the last year? Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say we're definitely back. It's like 100% back and solid. And, um, yeah, it definitely feels less disjointed for sure. Like even the last month, especially my boyfriend and I have definitely been auditioning. It feels like weekly, which is amazing because definitely haven't felt that in quite some time <laughs> so yeah so production is yeah and like i the safety precautions i think are more lenient now too like obviously sets are still requiring people to be vaccinated and um even boosted so um like a lot of agency i was just talking to my boyfriend about this too he because he's an actor and he said his agency requires all of all of their clients to be vaccinated so just because productions are like that is a requirement like you might right. as well make sure all of your your talent is ready to go shoot if they are booked because that is going to inevitably be something you you have to have so but the production's like yeah i mean it's been it's been really honestly oh it's so nice not having to wear a mask 24 7 on set it's been really it's like oh my god i forgot what this was like too yeah. just like just you know comfortability uh wise it's been it's been nice. Like you definitely feel like it's normal and almost as if it kind of never happened, which is a little scary. And right. A little Get, spooky. It was like this blip in time, you know, it very much is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It very much does feel like, wait, that was that a dream? Was that like, was I, was I on acid? <laughs> How long was I out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least we didn't wake up to a zombie apocalypse or anything. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's, they said that was coming. I mean, I'm still, it was, but it's one of those things because it's like I, I really feel for you know all of all of you that are like on set, especially you know now given given what we've went through and still going through and 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 just the big question mark of, uh, of the future is just um, I think our last discussion was New York supposed to be the future of of it's going to be the new Hollywood or something I That's think you right. brought up yeah. and I think. Uh, that question mark is still there, even though it is still heavily um, back to its feet. But mm -hmm. I mean, 
does it make you nervous? Does that freak you out? Even though you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm working, but we don't yeah. know about the future. No, totally. No, you're so right. Um, and it does still feel like they're dangling this super awesome, shiny thing in front of us. And it's just <laughs> not like we're never going to catch it. It's never coming down because you're right. I don't really, again, shame on me. I, ha- I actually haven't looked into it in a while as far as like what's going on with the studios in the city and like what's like what what is still on the agenda to be built and I, hmm. I don't really know the timeline of things, but I, I haven't personally heard anything. So I'm not sure. I'm just not sure when that is going to happen, when that big boom is going to happen. Sure. But I do. I do think it will. I, I really do. I've noticed even with like the shows I'm watching, like I know HBO is is like casting in New York City a lot more now, which is hmm. kind of awesome um because their shows are of course some of the best so that's exciting to know like through the casting offices i've i've been networking through that they are casting for big network shows here so like streaming services i mean at least so that's exciting and netflix also does a lot of new york city shows right now like more and more i'm realizing well they, they do have a studio here yeah yeah and i think they're they're maybe and maybe that's maybe that's it maybe they too are finally as of like end of last year, this year, like maybe they're also like, okay, guys, we're back. Let's just yeah. go full throttle. You know, we don't have to limit ourselves to certain projects because it does feel very, it feels very busy. It does. Like, yeah. despite me knowing if there's new studios or not here, it does still <laughs> feel active. <laughs> I'll tell you this I live probably on a bus ride, probably a good 15 minutes from the Netflix studio. And I didn't even know it was there. So, like, one thing says Netflix on the whole building. So they're very like, if you know, you know, <laughs> if you don't. Exactly. <laughs> they're so humble. <laughs> yeah. <they're>, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, uh, they, I guess they don't, you know, they don't, they don't want to um, make it a big deal. But it is interesting that they're just randomly in the heart of this, this uh, part of like Bushwick, Williamsburg area where it's just mm. like, I think of down the block is just a bunch of homes. Like it's not even in a, in a random, it's in a random spot is my point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is nerve wracking, especially if, if you're in your shoes and I don't mean to plant these doubt <laughs> seeds of doubt in your head, but it must be scary. i cry after this. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. totally. That's what we're here <laughs> we're for. At, <laughs> that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> But it is it is nerve wracking. But also back to the thing about the the vaccine and stuff, which again, uh, you know, full no, I I'm not a, not saying I'm a denier. I'm not going into that. But what I am going to is the people that are deniers. It's interesting how like in the big productions, like a like Disney or Fox or 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 what have you, you could have uh, those not vaccinated at the top, <laughs> but people that are smaller have to be. Yeah. And I just find that so confusing. Ugh. That's so lovely? weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is such a, I don't know, like some like really weird power dynamics and such a pyramid that we're on. I mean, I guess that's like everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in the industry, especially, of course, I mean, when you're just starting out or, you know, or just someone like me, who maybe not. I might not be green, green, but I certainly don't have a name yet. You know, it's like right. you're going to be expected to kind of bend over backwards still. And follow all of these guidelines and yeah. what have you. 
But yeah, if you're already a big A-lister and you're an anti-vaxxer, they're not really getting punished. I mean, no, yeah. I, I, I hate to, um, because uh, I just saw Ant-Man, um, uh, the actress. Yes, yeah, the, the his his wife, girlfriend, whatever in yeah. the movie, yeah. Her and then the new uh, the uh, have you well spoilers. <laughs> uh, have you seen Black Panther? Are you into that? I don't know. I you know, I I am. I did not. I did not see the second though. Well, and someone on that to. set, who's a big name, isn't, and and uh, they they seem to have a future in the franchise. So yeah, it's very surprising the way we make exceptions. You know, it doesn't really seem ethical at right. all <laughs> right then, then and then at that point don't have the rules if you're gonna well, bend exactly yeah so exactly. strange you know you gotta you gotta yeah you gotta have some some kind of strong standpoint you know because i don't yeah like you need to i don't know you don't want how do i put this i just feel like in film well again just like most things it's a team and you know, of course, there's always like captains no. and MVPs and all that stuff. But you you should all still be expected to you should be held to the same standards. It's not it's like we're all in this together and it's just yep. not right. Like, what kind of example are you setting for younger actors? You know, like it's just such a such a weird thing. I don't I just don't know why we do that. Yeah, it's a shame. It's yeah. a shame. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not. And then again, it's not it's not technically about the vaccines. It could be about anything. It'd be like, yeah. well, they get away with other things versus. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a strange system. But, you know, it's I guess I guess, uh, you know, uh, they say we don't have a class system here in this country. <laughs> but so ridiculous. I mean, Sorry. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to scoff just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah. So that is that is an interesting tidbit. But um, I yeah. guess I guess as they say, it is what it is until someone it changes it. Yeah. Um, but they, well, yeah, yeah. So in another few years, when you know the virus is, you know, becoming less and less so of a massive health risk because we've all been living with it for right. you know, and we're all that many more people. Hopefully, will be vaccinated at that time too. It should, mm-hmm. Hopefully, this whole thing resolves itself. But yeah, it definitely still leaves a bad taste in your mouth right now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We're still not out of the woods yet. Right. I mean, it has not. I mean, it's been long. Don't get me wrong, but not long enough where we should probably be turning the other cheek. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. So that plus uh, the uncertainty of the future, everything looks great. <laughs> Cut down the line. Um, but with the with the project you have been working on or have been called back for or what have you, um, and again, I know there's there's things you sign and and you can't talk about things. But are you feeling um, good about the situations you're you're being? you know, called back for if you're, if you're getting any of that, like, are you feeling positive about all this? Yeah. Um, it's, I, I love this question particularly because literally this week I I was kind of having this thought about, you know, I've been auditioning a lot and I'm not really, well, I haven't, I mean, quite literally, I have not really booked anything, but I'm super proud of the work that I am doing. And it's just important, I think, especially for actors to, it is, I mean, first of all, getting an audition is a win. Regardless, like, I don't think people realize just how hard it is to even get an audition (laughs) to get that chance. There are more people that don't even get that first chance. And then, you know, obviously the callback and booking the job are like the extra big wins. Like those are what you want. 
but you should still still you know sit back and take <clears throat> into account you know it's like i am getting called in for the right things like I, i'm still on the right path my journey still feels aligned and correct and i'm proud of the work i'm sending in like i you know and that that is that is a win i'm still in a sense being given an opportunity to do what i really 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 want to do with my life and so yeah not not booking but auditioning and proud of the work that's happening so and again you know it's like going to the gym it still feels good you know you might you might not come in third during your race but you should be damn proud that you are first in your race. I say third because I always expect <laughs> if I do anything physical, <laughs> like running, I'm probably going to come in like last or third if it's a good day. But I don't know why I said that. That's very funny. <laughs> That's um, an insight. That's clearly an insight. <laughs> into my psyche. Oh, dear. Um, but you know what I mean? Like you might not do as well in the actual race, but the fact that you were training for months and months and like you did, you're building up strength regardless. You are growing stronger regardless. I feel like every time I have an audition and I'm proud of it. I feel like I, I really did do my job as an artist in the world. And I put my, my art out there, you know, I put my best self out there and that's just, you know, you're growing and getting better each time. Hopefully. I mean, it's what we hope for. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I'm still laughing at the third place thing. That's I know, pretty funny. I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to say anything embarrassing this time, and I definitely found a way to be weird. Sorry. <laughs> I wonder what's worse. You, uh, uh, was it the last time you gave away your age, and you were like, no, I can't. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't do that. And then the other one is, is this. <laughs> no, Guys, no. I'm, I'm only a bronze medalist. It's, it's, it's all good. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, you, you made a great point though, is the fact that, and I even forget too, cause I'm not, I'm not in that right where I forget how complicated it could be and how difficult it is to, to even get an audition. So I think that's something that people have to remember, like, Hey, this is, you don't just walk in to some of these rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, you, there, there's a whole process into you even getting that invitation in the first place. So yeah. Um, that's a good, good reminder for people. I was just talking to a cousin of mine. She's 16, 15, 15, 15. And she's, uh, you know, she's a, a, a filmmaker now and she's doing all this great stuff and, so and definitely, but, yeah. it, but it, you know, part, uh, the, the part of me that, <laughs> that, that makes me go, damn it. Why? Where was that when I was 15? <laughs> because because you know i sat down and talked to her i was like so so how did you you know get in all this oh i have this class in this school and this other class and i'm like where was this <laughs> but um i'm so proud of her and i think i think yeah. she's gonna do well and i think if if she keeps a level head on mm-hmm. you know she might she might do some cool stuff and uh, she's also also acting as well and i bring that up because cool. yeah it's, it's it's great and i bring it up because of the fact that um like I said, we may not have had that as a kid, uh, grow as as kids mm-hmm. growing up. But um, I don't think we touched too much about your childhood last time. And um, if we did, I apologize. But what? No, I don't think we did. Right. So what was <laughs> what was like that big blossom moment for you? Where was that genesis? You know, because I've been asked this many times. 
And there, there just was none. Um, Cause huh. I think it's, yeah, there was no like pivotal moment in my life where I was like, <gasps> like light bulb. I want to be an actress. It wasn't really like that. It just kind of was something I always knew, which I, I like don't really know how else to explain other than I've just always known, like even before right. I knew what it was, I feel like I, I, I wanted to. And like similar, you said it was your, your niece. Cousin. Oh, and if I did sorry. say niece, I'm an idiot, but cousin. it is, it is my cousin. <laughs> your cousin. Um, and you know, it's like, maybe there's a part of her that always kind of knew too. And you just, right. it kind of like bubbles to the surface and then you just find yourself doing it one day. Um, I don't know. I, I, feel like it's how do I put I mean I am getting deja vu did we talk about this last no maybe we didn't maybe I was just talking to someone else it's funny because if we if we didn't <laughs> I usually do with most people but maybe we didn't because we just again we go I go on tangents so maybe that's what led us to not go there yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> well you're in the right profession if you go on tangents right <laughs> Um, no, I, you know, it's like, I, I grew up like writing my own plays and movies and commercials. I would like have all the neighborhood kids do them with me, my sister, my, my family, when they would come to visit, I'd like rope in all my cousins and we put on plays. I had like a prop closet, completely labeled, of course, a costume closet. I made playbills and dinner menus, like dinner theater menus. And I choreographed things like these are things I did for fun. Like this is how I spent my free time all of the time. <laughs> like, so I just feel like it, it must have been if I didn't know, it was clearly obvious to the rest of my family that this is what I was going to be doing with my life because it just brought me such joy. It's quite literally the only thing I've ever wanted to do that wow. makes my soul happy. So when I found out that I could possibly get paid to do this for a living and I was actually, you know, like good enough to do it, I was like, all right, let's let's go to school for this. Let me learn more about this. Let me just, you know, completely immerse myself in in it professionally and and see what happens. And it still brings me joy. There isn't a day that goes by where it doesn't bring me joy, even the negative experiences, because I have had plenty like on set in like through auditioning. Oh, my God. So many cringy moments. Um, But it's like you still leave and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. It wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't what I wanted that to be, but I still did it and it still makes me happy and I'm just going to keep doing it. It's never bad enough to make me stop, <laughs> you know? That's great. I mean, because it's funny because um, I don't know if we brought the next part up, but it's it brings brings to attention like the idea of like parents who whether or not they were in that line of work, um, especially if they're not in that line of work, they have no idea (laughs) the, um, you know, what, what comes with it and the, uh, the, the amount of effort and what have you that goes with it. And they always see it as a hobby or a skill that you Uh could utilize on the side and never see it as a profession. Um, and, you know, even to this day, what I, you know, what I do is my daytime job. And uh, it is in, it's not exactly what I went to school for, but uh, it's in the, it's in the same world. Like I work in, in, in television, I work in news, but it's not film, but it's still like connected, right? But oh, yeah. t- still to my parents, they're like, yeah, but <laughs> it's like, um do are, is that something that you have ever uh experienced oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah so i come from a very athletically inclined family 
um, hey fam, what's up? It's okay, I can talk about this because you know, like no <laughs> secret. Um, they're just kind of like obsessed with soccer. And so that was my life growing up until I realized that, you know, I I was I was like taking acting classes as a kid too. Like I wasn't just playing soccer, but like the whole idea was that. I would grow up and I'd like get a college scholarship for sports. And like, this was like my future oh, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. and same with my sister who, by the way, actually did go to school on scholarship for <laughs> soccer. She actually really did. So kudos to her. She, she, you know, they, they at least got their wish with one of us. Um, but I fought it. I fought the hell out of them growing up as a teenager. I literally would have, I would, oh my God, I would throw the worst tantrums to not go to soccer practice. I literally would have signs on the outside of my door and it was, it would say soccer free zone. Like no one was allowed to talk about soccer if they entered my room. Like it just was not allowed. You could only ever ask me about my, my poetry or my plays or like something like that. Cause I just knew at that point, I was like, you know what? Like that to me is a hobby. Soccer was a hobby. That wasn't my passion. Theater right. and acting and film creating that was what that was my life purpose and that it was hard and it took many many years for them to kind of realize that along with me because they they fought it as much as they could too and to this day my i'll send my my parents some of my auditions you know the ones i like i really am proud of and just to like you know let them know like hey i'm still doing it yeah. like don't worry <laughs> you know and my dad said recently, he's like, oh, I am so happy that we we didn't force you to play soccer at the end there. He's like, you know, you were right. You, this is what you were meant to do, wow. which is, you know, a very, very good feeling yeah. <laughs> now as a young adult or I guess adult. Oh, my God. I'm not young adult anymore. <laughs> do I need to remind the audience what my age is? <laughs> um, gosh, I'm like stuck in time. But. But yeah, so it did. It was a little bit of a battle and I wasn't allowed to just what I wanted to do was just go to L.A. and be an actor. I just mm. wanted to, you know, do the damn thing. But I had to go to school. I had to get a degree. That was the compromise. Like, if you want to be an actress, that's fine. But you do have to go to college to get this degree sure. for it, which yeah, that's a I guess that's a conversation for another day, because now we all also they realize that that was also a mistake, probably. And it's uh no one wants to be in debt for being an artist if you don't have to be. Right. You know? Well, I mean, no. Yeah, I mean, it's just one that. Yeah, that is a whole other yeah, uh, can of worms. There. <laughs> I don't want to discourage artists. Sorry, like young artists who are listening. I don't. I don't want to discourage people from going to a four-year university at all. I think it's a wonderful thing and it's an experience that a lot of people do thrive from and benefit from also depending on your school who could really hook you up when you're done. I mean, it's right. all about networking, right? But for me, like it wasn't a networking opportunity and I didn't find that out till the very end, unfortunately, until I get my, you know, my student loan bills every, <laughs> every month now. And so it's just kind of like, oh man, if I could do it all over again, probably would have gone to a two-year conservatory or something like that. Just something that's more specifically honed into my craft and all I wanted to do. Because I, it's not that I'm not a good student. I don't like school. I just personally did not, it, like that wasn't, that style of education wasn't for me. I did not enjoy taking classes I, I wasn't benefiting from or weren't helping me grow as an artist in any way. You know what I mean? It's like all I wanted to do is act. So if I could do it again, but you don't know, like you yeah. don't know as a teenager. Oh my God. Especially like you said, with parents who aren't in the industry and have no idea what they're doing either. I mean, it's no one's fault that none of us knew 
that I had other avenues to get an education in the arts. Like it, it didn't just have to be a four year university somewhere. Absolutely. But that's our, you know, parents generation too. Like that is all they had. So of course that's all they know. And that yeah. is like the only, the only avenue you can take really, but it's not anymore that the world is different. Education is different. There are so many other options, you know, to, to get a degree or some kind of certification and in, in what you want to do with your life. That and then that is is very true. And then there's also the idea of like, there are certain jobs that just make you, uh, you're you're required to have a four year degree. And it's like, well, you know, I don't really need that to know what I'm about to do at this job. Yeah. Like you could have like like you they just want a four year degree in anything. They don't even care. They just want to know that you exactly. put the time in. You know, in <laughs> exactly. their eyes. But yeah, it's it's definitely not and I'm I'm like I'm an educator at heart. Like I love mm-hmm. I love uh teaching. I used to teach kids film and stuff like that and I oh, think that's awesome. Yeah, no, and I think it's one of those things that are essential and I did it in a public school, but that doesn't mean that like I agree with um everything higher education stands for. I absolutely not. Like there's Again, whole other can of worms. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I opened up a big one, huh? <laughs> but but there is, yeah, there are two. There are definitely other avenues, and then and then back to the parents being unaware. I think it's just like, you know, again, no fault to them not knowing, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, uh, don't be then disappointed in your kid. Because they didn't do that, um, they, they like there's so much pressure on a on a 16 year old or 15 year old, whatever age you are, when you enter college and high school, you know, um, to to figure shit out. <laughs> like yeah. the rest of your life depends on these next eight years. That's that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, um, it is. And it's not all necessarily true that the weight of that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It just. Oof, yeah, the pressure, the pressure. Like, if I was to go back and go into high school, like, I, I had one of those storybook high school experiences. And I felt like it was in High School Musical. Oh. I had, like, there was, like, really no issues. There were, like, spots, but the school was so vast. Like, it was so big, almost 4,000 students. Like, I think my college had only, like, double. <laughs> like, oh it was a big high school. and. Wow. You know, there was there was football games every uh, in the winter, of course, every weekend that people would go to. And then there was the big theater group that had tons of money to do whatever the fuck they wanted to make. <laughs> like it was it was insane oh, how much the city was giving the school. I think at one point yeah. the school was given half a million dollars to just what? make whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> I should have gone to your school. It was insane. Yeah, no, it was insane. So like, <laughs> then I go to college and I'm like, this is kind of it all over again. And for a lot of people, that's the same. That is true. Like for a lot of people, it's just high school plus. And yeah. minus what I was doing in the in like again with you with your acting, minus what I was doing with my my TV film stuff. Um, yeah, there was aspects where I was just like, okay, why do I need this? <laughs> like. I remember there was a health exactly. class that you're required to take in the college. It's like that's this sounds like high school. 
Why do I need a health class? Yeah. Why do I need um, philosophy? My school was big on philosophy. Oh, mine was as well. Oh, yes. I we don't. were required to take four philosophy courses. Ooh, I was only three for me, but still, three too many in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was a weird. One. I actually enjoyed it, so I, I opted to take even more oh. after <laughs> after that. No, no, but but no, but the sentiment <laughs> rings true. I mean, that's just me personally. I totally get it. I thought when I was going to go to college, I wouldn't have to do math anymore. I was looking forward to college so Ooh. badly because I thought, yes, I'm done. I never have to sit in another freaking math class ever again. Uh, no, no. I was also required to take two of those when I went to college. Haha. <laughs> I I was lucky. <laughs> oh no. They, they told us uh, math or science. So I oh, said, oh, science. Hell yeah. Yep. I got to write a paper. I'd rather do that. Than <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. It was just, um, I mean, I also minored in history. So it was like, I didn't mind those history courses. Mm-hmm. But everything else I think was kind of like, eh, I, let me curate my own thing. 100%. And I think that's maybe what schools are doing now. I mean, I'm already, what, how many years removed from college? Uh, let's see, seven, seven years. I don't know. I <laughs> know you sound like me. Oh, like all time is blended Six. together at this point. I don't <laughs> even know anymore. <laughs> Six or seven years removed. Yeah, I know it all. It all blends. And well, I, t- this year is my ten-year high school anniversary. Or whatever. Oh my god. That's crazy. See, that does. Then it does start to feel very real, you know? Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm already starting to go to those classic high school reunions. I'm, like, <sighs> yeah, in one of those movies now. I hope they don't invite me, because <laughs> <laughs> then I feel obligated I have to go. <laughs> no, you don't. I think a lot of that has changed, to the stigma behind those things. Right. I don't plan on going to mine. Oh, Sorry, man. guys, but I'm yeah. good. I don't really yeah. <laughs> want to go back. No, so I'm no, with no. you. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it, again, college, uh, education, and the family dynamic. I mean, we, we've seen to have done well with, with, ever, with, with whatever, like, uh, ride we took to get to where we're at today. But it is fascinating how, like, if we took one other turn, and then you did go to conservatory, you probably would be the worst actress. Like, who knows? Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, you don't know what it would have turned you into. That's true. Um, that's like a completely different timeline yep. of life experiences that would definitely mold you into a, a different person. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows the extent of how different, but you would be different. I experienced things during my four years at CUA that I don't know, like things that, even after I graduated, like the decisions I made, the people I knew there were affecting me post graduation and further like molded who I am and, and how I make decisions and what I do with my career and my friendships, yada, yada. So you're right. I mean, it would be, it's hard. Like you can't, and that's the thing. There's no, there's really no use in going back and saying what if ever with any, with anything, because it does, it really, it does not matter. No, it doesn't. it, it, it is quite literally what it is. You are who you are. You did what you did. There's no changing any of it. There's no going back. It's like embrace what's happened and where you're going because of it. And, you know, do your best. Just do your best with what you got. Yeah. And, and life is just choices. Like it literally oh, us man. deciding to do the podcast at two today and not at mm-hmm. 12 like we were originally scheduled may have altered our futures like we just don't know 
just got chills. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Like, yeah. it, it sometimes gets a little um, compulsive where I'm just like, all right, if I leave the house now, what happens? You know, <laughs> what, do I, I do I meet a friend? Do I meet an enemy? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you need to make this into a screenplay. There I'd we get go. If I were you. Let's no, go. Really, these deep life existential weird timeline questions. Yep. I don't know. It's uh, it's like uh, peeking into the <laughs> mysteries of the universe a little bit and doing, I don't know, making it your own. They are it, good questions. It is fascinating. Yeah. Thanks. Very but, profound of you. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, really it really is like if I if I yeah, do I grab a slice of pizza or do I go into the Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. And it's like somehow one of those choices have now allowed me to never have a daughter. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, but really. Well there's been things in my life where I, I won't go into details because like some it was actually like kind of a really bad bad thing. Sure, happened, sure, but, sure. But it was one of those it was one of those moments in time where if I had just gone home, you know, yeah. then I, that thing wouldn't have happened. But no, right. I decided to go to the bank really quick. That You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, what if I didn't go to the, that would not have happened, the thing, whatever it was. Absolutely. So it's like, I just, I just, you know, it's so, it, it is so crazy that way. <laughs> I, the littlest things have such a big impact depending on what you decide to do. Yeah. Oh. We're writing this. That's it. This it is. Has to happen. This is. Uh, what's that movie that came out last year? That's gonna get. It got nominated. Uh, everything, everywhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you seen it? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh, you have to. And it's just reminding me of that, just by you know the name yes. and the nature. That's got to yeah, be mm-hmm. a wild movie. Is oh, it good? Insane. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. I can understand why it has the notoriety that it that it has. You definitely please go watch that. I won't like spoil anything. Sure, sure. But but you're not wrong to you already know. It's it really is um it, yeah, it's like definitely a lot of like time jumping, universe jumping, parallel universes and it's it does play with that fact a lot that every you know, your decisions affect people, you know. Um, other versions of you, right? From like all the other past. Oh yeah, that stuff. Past yeah. decisions, you know, kind of come colliding into one. It's very, it, yeah, it's complex, but obviously in a way that we can all understand and relate to. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's like so incredibly dreamlike and ins- literally insane. It's a wild ride, but no, you're really gonna love it. That's why I don't sleep. You know, so I, I, I just <laughs> we're constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but that's another thing with, with creative types right like um and and for those listening i mean i'm sure you, you experienced this as well like this idea of like oh you went through your whole day and then next thing you know it's time for bed and you're like yeah i'm gonna be up for another three hours thinking of nonsense yep. that i could have thought about eight hours ago but for whatever reason my brain was like nah i'm good i'll wait and and, I, and obviously, that has there's science behind that. Obviously, you're more relaxed and all that stuff, but it's just annoying as fuck <laughs> because it's like I want to go to sleep, but uh, not my brain's gonna run. Yep, it, that's that's how you know you're creative too, though. I think when your brain is mm-hmm. is that active for that long, like once you obsess over something, once you think about something that's intriguing to you, makes you question the way of things, and you can't stop thinking about it. 
I, I don't know. I find that so incredibly cool and, and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, know, you like, have to be the same way, right? Like, yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, my God. I just, there are literally days I wish I could turn my mind off. I mean, I, that's <laughs> why I honestly started like taking valerian root and things at night because it's i just can't like there are just really are some nights you just can't turn off your brain what is that is that like uh uh it's like help you sleep you know it does it's better than melatonin which Mm. is usually what a lot of people typically take but there's there's actually been a lot of studies showing that um, melatonin can disrupt your sleep cycle so valerian root is a really healthy herb and it's um very very mild on your body and it just really does help you relax and fall asleep. They're super easy to find. And I do recommend it for people that are like anxious minded or can't fall asleep when they want to, you know, it's a, a very, <laughs> I, I kind of hate this. <laughs> it's a smelly pill. Don't be turned <laughs> off. Don't be turned off by that. It really does work. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 weird thing. I forget someone. Um, I think I forget some vitamin I'm taking and it's like, I opened the bottle up and I wanted to toss it out in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're all, they all smell. Yeah. Um, oh, it's interesting. I love how we just sold pills on the podcast. That's good. To- <laughs> but they really are healthy and good for you. Do your research, friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, might have to look into it. But um, <laughs> I give it to my cat, too. No. And she, she loves it. Well, my cat has, your guys are going to laugh. She has anxiety. Yeah. Cat. I call her a demon because she's just so <laughs> she's so high strong and like constantly getting into things. And so I've done I've tried so many different things with her. And there's a valerian root even for dogs and cats. Wow. And it, I'm telling you, it works even on animals. It's incredible. That's good. All right, one more plug, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new. To hire me. <laughs> I've never had a sponsor, but they, I think we found one. I, I think we found one. But um, that's really funny. Um, yeah, no, I think I think like with all of us who are like this creative, you know, have this creative mindset, mm-hmm. there we like an outlet like sleep. I mean, is is yeah. is so essential, <laughs> but we never seem to manage uh, it well. And I think uh, um, sometimes we lie to ourselves and tell us tell ourselves like, oh, I, I just got four hours last night. I'm fine. Um, and then it's somewhere down the line. It, yeah. Bites you right in the ass. It does. Yeah. Well, and you know, people that, for example, who are like in production or on crew, like I always think about them. Those are, those are the people on set that do not get sleep and probably have no idea what the concept of sleep even is anymore. <laughs> Cause they're just like, they might get two to three hours if they're lucky, but the amount of work, I'm just always so impressed by, right. by people in in like the film industry who are who are just sacrificing their sleep for the sake of art and i just think it's so massively awesome someone's got to do it and they actually enjoy doing it it's like how i always say with my friends because we're like huge Grey's anatomy fans Mm. and it's just like i am so blessed that people want to be doctors that people enjoy doing this like someone really enjoys like cutting into someone's brain and or like doing heart surgery like they love that that's their bread and butter they it like gives them life thank god because i sure as hell couldn't do that and never want to in my life and i feel the same way about crew members like oh my gosh that is such another beast you know what i mean that i could never could never uh master so i've 
very blessed that people don't need to sleep to do art with me. Is <laughs> yeah, I think about I think about that too. Like, what if what if there was no doctors out there? Like, what if there was just <laughs> no construction people, no, no just no anything yeah. that that is actually vital to uh, not that not that creatives aren't vital. Of course, there's a there are different necessity, but uh, you know, yeah, what happens? <laughs> like, does the, the, world, the world just the world end? Burns, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when um, the zombies come out. That's when they <laughs> right. They they become yeah. said zombies. Yeah, no, it is it is uh it is interesting. Thank God they they do exist. Like thank God, thank goodness those people are out there. I couldn't the sight of blood. I'll, I I it's weird. I could take a I could get my blood taken out, but if I mm-hmm. see like I show like Grey's Anatomy when they show that stuff, yeah. I I walk away. I can't oh, yeah, watch. No. Oh, for sure. I close my eyes still after <laughs> like sixteen seasons. I'm I'm still. Still not numbed by the sight of what they do on that show. Right. Just, yeah. Oh my god. My fiance watches it. She loves it, and then I'm just like, I the show's so <laughs> confusing to me. How it's like it's somewhat set in reality, but then there's a lot of like weird. Um, isn't there like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't like some people come back from like the dead, or is that? Oh yeah, there's yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, there's a there's she's, I think it was during their 2020 season when Meredith had COVID, and so she was kind of, unfortunately, you know, like failing, and she was in this weird dream state. She was in a coma pretty much, and so all the people from past seasons who have passed away were like coming to her and her visions. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. There's yeah. been like musical episodes. Right. It's hard. It's hard for people. I think at this point, it's been going on for so long. You can't just turn it on and no. and watch like you you do kind of have to know a little bit about the history because there's so much of it yeah and then <laughs> she'd be like oh that one used to fuck that one but now they're exactly. married to this one and i'm yes. like oh, oh my god <laughs> theater the amount of kids on that show now because they've all just been like sleeping with each other and like or their spouses will pass and then they marry someone else and have more kids <laughs> they're like stealing kids adopting kids i don't know there's this it's like a hodgepodge that's great weird family dynamics <laughs> But, like, they talk about it, but you rarely see them. But you know there's probably, like, 12 kids running around somewhere. I don't know. It's. (laughs) I'm still watching, though. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be good enough. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's, like, one of those things where you've watched it long enough, you can't stop. Like, you might as well just keep watching it till the very end. Right, right. (laughs) Whatever it does end, if it does end. If it does. I mean, I feel like Disney... Uh, ABC makes enough money from it, or uh, mm-hmm. that it's it pro- probably will never die. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that is fascinating. So, like, what you're working on now? Um, uh, are you just focus on acting, or are we are we dabbling in the other fine arts of creativity? Definitely starting to dabble, which is yeah. uh, I used to I used to write a lot. Of, like I mentioned earlier, when I grew up, when I was yeah. growing up, I was writing all the time that is all I did and you know I I kind of fell I think that part of myself has kind of fallen through the cracks a lot I haven't written in I couldn't even tell you the last thing that I wrote so um I'm excited I've started writing I have this I've had ideas in the back of my head for literally years years and years and years and I've just done nothing with them and there is something about this year 2023 and I just feel like I I entered it wanting to expand you know that that artistic self 
and see what else I'm capable of and what else I can do. How else can I make myself happy? How else can I make myself, um, you know, grow and, and, uh, let's just, let's just see there's no harm. Right. And, and trying, I feel like I'm tired of waiting around for the right roles to find me. And it's like, you might as well just make what you want to be in. Um, and mm. I think we did touch on this a lot last time with, with indie film, cause I had mentioned no writers and then it occurred to me afterwards. I'm like, no writers. Yes. But also maybe be a writer yourself. Like right. just do it, do it on your own. I, I, I know so many amazing actors in, in this community for so long and they're all for the most part in the same boat as me. And we all just want to do our thing. And so my goal is I have a, I have a sketch series I'm working on right now, which I'm really excited about. And I, the idea is to get as many of my fellow actors involved as possible. I want everyone to have that chance to create and show off their strengths and be funny. There's just not enough comedy or right. good comedy. And I'm not saying mine's going to be the best comedy of all time. I'm not, I'm not putting myself on that pedestal. Lord knows I've only written one episode. So, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I do feel confident that like with the help of my community too, like I want to work with people. I want it to be incredibly collaborative. So I'm excited about that. And then I'm also writing a feature film that I came up with Ooh. in 2020, that idea sparked. And I started to write it a little bit that year and then it just kind of stopped. And I really want to get back to it and finish it. I don't want to say what it is because sure. I'm like really, I think the idea is very, um, very niche. And so I don't want to just like put it out there, <clears throat> uh, yeah. but, but I am excited. So once that's, more in the works I, i'll definitely let you know we can talk about that then but yeah. but yeah i guess the point is trying new things getting back into something i used to do but it's different because it has been so long and i'm sure my my writing style has changed since teenhood so i'm very excited to get my you know my feet wet in in that uh that genre as well. That's yeah. great. I mean, I think also the last time you mentioned producing. Yes. Yeah. So I still do that uh, with my producing partner who who does. She is still writing and she's also written some some great uh, new shorts that we want to try to do this year. I think the goal is April, actually. Um, it's called What Incarnation. It's very, very, very quirky, very weird, dark comedy um possibly murderous so it's uh that'll be fun and i'll definitely hopefully that can get on its feet yeah these yeah. these are all good signs i mean like the especially like and, it, and we may have discussed this i definitely discuss this is what i'm about to say with other people all the time is like though you're set on being okay an actress an actor okay cool that's what i that's my main thing but if you're not in the behind the scenes touching other stuff um you're gonna get stale probably very quickly because you're not in my eyes i think you're not um gravitating or understanding is probably the better word uh what the other people are doing for you mm. and so um if 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 you're on set and you know how a camera works and you know like what what it's capable of doing, you're probably going to be able to uh, work with the cameraman 
woman, whatever, uh, better than if you just were like, you know, on set and completely like, what's that box over there? Uh, I'm just going to, I don't know. I just feel like if you're aware of what people do and how things work, I think you're a little bit more inclined to be successful on set. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you're ju- if you just know one thing, that's you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, maybe that is better for you. Um, some actors, I'm sure, only just know how to act, and that's you know, they don't know what a camera does. They don't know what turns on. Yeah. They probably think it's magic. <laughs> uh, and, and and if that suits them, cool. But I think I really, really think that whatever you are, a camera person, or and if you don't, if you're not aware of the other people on set and what they yeah. what they're capable of i think you're you're lacking a little bit yeah it's just best to be well-rounded yeah i mean right like just as a human being ourselves we want to be as well-rounded as possible mm-hmm. now i'm not saying that means take up a million different weird no, skill sets no. to you know what i mean <laughs> to make yourself more interesting that's not well-rounded like knowledge is power yes but i mean you don't stretch yourself thin either and take on challenges that you're just not meant for yeah so but there is something to really be said about as an artist, like at least trying and delving into it, at least see, because half the time we don't, it's important to hone in on like a talent, right? Like acting. And that's awesome to be the best actor you can possibly be. But who knows, like producing could also help you be a good actor. And that's also another skill set. That's mm-hmm. learning something mm-hmm. new, directing it could make you a better actor. I mean, a lot of the best directors I've worked with were actors. Right. Uh, same with writers. A lot of my favorite writers were actors or at least like were like tried acting at some point in their life. I think it does all kind of come together. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, it's definitely something at least looking into and uh, you could really benefit from it. Again, there's, I mean, I was going to say, there's no such thing as bad art. There is bad art. There's a lot of bad art out there. It's a lot of shit. But but if if you're, like, trying something new and it's maybe not as strong as you would have hoped, you know, if, like, my first writing venture turns out to be complete crap, you know what? That's okay. I still enjoyed doing it. I'll just do it better next time. You're never going to get better if you're not doing it, you know? You got to at least... Keep it, keep it going, you know. And right. But, but also, I, I mean, if you try writing and it wasn't fun, because that's also the key word here, fun. Like, I would hope as an artist, you actually enjoy what you're doing and what you're making. So if it's not fun and it's stressing you out and you feel like you're just a bigger failure than you were before, then yeah, maybe it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, and that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. You have to enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, just a, a knowledge of other things. Well-rounded is probably the best way to describe yeah. it, like you said. Um, I just like using too many nonsense words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes me about five minutes to explain what you just said in, in two seconds. But yeah, no, it's, it's exactly, exactly what I was getting towards. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I think it's just best if you're aware. And then also for the sake of respect. I think uh, on set as well. I mean, I think we discussed this the last time, which is too many people are unaware of what people sacrifice and do on set. And and you, um, I think we discussed the the idea of uh, being an extrovert and an introvert, and you could still be an asshole if you're if you're an introvert. <laughs> oh, and yeah. and this idea of like you know, there's probably plenty of people like that on set. 
that are just complete assholes um, because uh, to to the wrong to the wrong people because that person has to get you your your coffee or that person has to get you your makeup set up and you know don't, you're being an asshole to the wrong people. First of all, mm-hmm. shouldn't be an asshole at all. Well, yeah. But <laughs> you said it. <laughs> but if you're gonna choose to be one, you, you're 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 uh, you're choosing the wrong people. Yeah. Don't bite the hand that feeds Thanks. you. Exactly. It's like crazy to me when actors are rude to directors and. Um, and, and writer, like you, you hear about it a lot in like the real professional world where actors are like, they insult the writers of the shows and and it's like, what are you doing? They're the ones giving you work. They could write you out. They could, they could write you out permanently or, or, you know, just make your character a dick just like you, you know, (laughs) I mean, they could, they have that power. Yeah. Um, Oh. You hear like, oh, I, I could have done a little bit better if it was written a different way. Yeah. Well, sure, but Don't just work with what you have in front yeah. of you. Maybe you just are not good. Yeah, there's yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. You've got to be, definitely be mindful of who you're, who you're talking to and like how, <laughs> who you're disrespecting if you are. Yeah. And don't be, I mean, no, and no one, none of us are saying to be a kiss ass. Well, yeah, but, don't do that. But if that's what gets you far in the business, then okay, then maybe that's what you need to do. I don't know. Like for some people, that is how they got far. I mean, I let's say, let's be honest. It's worked out for some people. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe that is the key. Should I send fruit baskets too? Right. Like, is this what we're all doing now? Is this is this the norm? Isn't that just so sad? That I don't think they can eat all that fruit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Monthly fruit subscription is the way oh. to go. No, but uh, yeah, it is kind of sad that that's how some people have made it on television or or whatever. That all they did was just go, oh, please and thank you, and uh, can I get you the door? And they didn't even have to audition, you know. Yes, (laughs) yes, because that is a very simple, genuine act of kindness that does and should go a long way. At least crazy, crazy funny, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, wow. Um, again, one another episode all over the place. I, I'm trying to figure out where, where we are, but I'm uh, sorry, it's my fault. See, you think that you you tangent, no, I'm just as guilty of it. So sorry, no, yeah, but it always makes for good content, always makes for a good episode and fun conversation. That's true. Um, Everybody needed to know about my cat's anxiety. Everybody needed to know about that. You know what's funny? As, as with everything we've discussed, that's that's one of the ones that is gonna stay right here in my head and just remind oh me. Gosh. <laughs> no, that's great. I think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, people need to know if their cat is also going to the same. Thing. <laughs> well, true. Who knows how many people I helped today? I probably changed yeah. the lives of many cat owners. Yeah. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think this was good. An hour long, or roughly, um, fun conversation. Um, it's always so wonderful speaking with you. Yeah.